Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So how many of you folks think that diversity, equity, and inclusion... How many of you think that taxpayer money should be used to fund this in our colleges and universities here in South Carolina? Show of hands. Flash your headlights if you agree that DEI should be used here. And I'm looking out the window now. No, I don't see any lights flashing. Of course you don't. Well, there's a bill right now in a subcommittee there in the House that would ban DEI in colleges and universities. And you guys, you know what time it is, right? It's a call to action. It is time, once again, to contact your state legislators. Tell them to ban, ban DEI in our colleges and universities. Big thanks to uh, Representative Josiah Magnuson for introducing Bill H-4290. That is H-4290 that would stop DEI indoctrination in our schools, colleges, and universities. We know what the agenda is. From an email I got today, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Diversity is an excuse to install political officers. Equity is a rebranding of socialism. An administration that forces equal outcomes at the expense of merit because people who get ahead have more. Inclusion is, a, is to censor and purge anyone that disagrees with them. DEI workshops are literally re-education camps. These are Maoist brainwashing tactics. It is, it is an old name from the Albanian-Italian communist um, Antonio Gramsci, counter-hegemony. Gromsky's idea was to infiltrate institutions and set up activist cells for changing culture. Socialism will triumph by first capturing the cultural culture via, via infiltration of schools and universities, churches, and the media by transforming the consciousness of society. That is Antonio Gramsci. The point of DEI is to destroy organizations from within and turn them into ethno-communist assets by slowly breaking and replacing the institutional culture via critical theory. That's from James Lindsay. The 45 goals of communism capture one or both of the political parties in the United States, get control of the schools and the teachers' associations, soften the curriculum, 
gain control of all student newspapers, infiltrate the press, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and pictures, eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and violating uh, violation of freedom of speech, break down cultural standards, and it goes on from there. You can look those up. But you need to call your state representative and tell them to vote to do away with diversity, equity, and inclusion. That is Bill H-4290 from Representative Josiah Magnuson. If you don't know who your state representative is, text SC Rep to 71307. That is SC REP to 71307. You will receive a link. You click on that link, you put in your address. It will bring up all of your representatives. Now, it's going to start with Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott. Then it's, you know, if you're in his district, it's going to go to Timmons or, 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 or Duncan or Norman or, or, or Fry if you're over that way. Those aren't the ones you're interested in right now. We're looking at your state senators and your state representatives. Tell them to vote to do away with diversity, equity, and inclusion in our schools, colleges, and universities. Folks, we've done this before. We have defeated bad legislation, and we can do it again. But it's going to take you getting on the phone. It's going to take you sending those emails. It's going to be doing all of that. And we'll have an, we'll have another call to action coming up in just a second. Right now, I want to talk to Katie and Greer about DEI. Katie, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi, sweetie. It's nice to chat with you again. You too. Um, last week, my husband was looking, who is an aviation guy, was looking at something in Aviation Week Space Technology that was discussing the FAA training policies and the lack of standards Yeah. because of the D, what is, DEI and also hiring the handicapped. So I'm like hoping that they don't have any blind air traffic controllers that they're hiring you know you know you know what they also did you know what they also did they're also loosening the the regulations against people with mental illness and drug abuse or that particular type of job well in the faa i'm I'm pretty sure they're not going to be pilots but other places because right now they got you know you got to be pretty heavily screened to work at an airport but they're dropping a lot of those restrictions on who can and cannot work in those positions. Oh, swell. Yeah, I know. I know. Sounds good, right? Sounds good. Well, so. you know, even the even even the guys back back in the day before you had backup cameras and before we were married, Larry worked as a fueler at Los Angeles International Airport. Yeah. And the amount of clear space he had between the cells for the heavier aircraft, 747s, that type of thing, was maybe six to eight inches on a side, and he had to back in. Wow. He couldn't just pull through. So even your fuelers, and there are guys that they, you know, the guys that drive the truck, you see out there all the time. Even your fuelers have got to be very precise because if you so much as nick paint, oh yeah, it's an ugly situation because 
what else did you do to the uh, nacelle, and did you happen to do anything to the engine? Exactly right. Yeah, you're right. So Can't, that, I have to, hey, hey, I'll tell you what. You get further information, yeah. I will send you the email on that, and you can do your magic for that. But I will be reaching out to my state representatives. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Katie. Thank you very much. Hey, Charlie, what do you think about Jennifer Hargett in Polk County and Mark Robinson? I've got some news. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this, ladies and gentlemen? Mark Robinson's folks, Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, running for governor in North Carolina. His folks reached out to me this morning, and we are going to have him on the show very, very soon. Looking forward to talking with Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson, coming up. I don't know the day. I don't know the time. Um, It's going to be next week. Maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever next week it's going to be. But looking at, uh, hopefully we're going to be having Mark Robinson on the show. And boy, I tell you what, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to shut up and let him talk because that man can go. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And welcome back to the program on your Thursday evening. So glad to have you along with us. Uh, Fanny Willis. On the stand today, that was some. That was a pretty heated exchange there, man. It really was. It was pretty darned amazing uh, to watch that. But there was one brief exchange there. One brief exchange there. They got a little bit testy. Now you know sometimes you you know when um, when you're talking to folks and and maybe you misunderstand what somebody says. You know that? Well, that kind of happened on the stand today with Fannie Willis, but it was uh, it was pretty darn funny. Let's let's just take a listen to this. I, this is, I, I'm, oh, here we go. My words, cash hoard that you had collected over time. Cash what? Hoard, H-O-R-D-E. Well, I thought you said something different, sir. No, I'm afraid I wouldn't say that. Uh-huh. Any circumstances <laughs> to you or in Back on track. He said cash hoard. He said cash hoard, not what she thought. He said, oh, my goodness. Big old Fanny Willis, man. She, she yeah. might be a hell of a lover. She might. I don't know. You might. <laughs> you never know. You never know about old Fanny Willis. She might be a hell of a lover. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got another call to action, ladies and gentlemen. 
That's right. I mean, I, I, when, I told, when I tell you folks that when you go to the polls, that is your first day on the job. That's exactly what I mean. We've got to stay on these legislators, especially when it has to do with things like our Second Amendment. Now, in this, in this, so we've got this bill. We had a we had a fairly good bill from the House. It went over to the Senate. The Senate put some amendments on it and made some changes, and then sent it back to the House. The House said, "No, we're not going along with those amendments." You know why they said that? Because the the, the South Carolina Freedom Caucus and the listeners of this program and this radio station lit them up. Now, I don't want you to tire of this. I don't want you to go, oh boy, here comes, here's Charlie again asking us to call our legislator. This this needs to be something that you are enthusiastic about doing. So call your state legislator, because right now, the Second Amendment constitutional carry bill is in um, uh, conference committee. We got six members of the House, six members of the Senate. They're going to be hashing this out. But there's a section of this bill that they're looking at. It is Section 16. Section 16. This is a risk to our freedoms, and it enormously outweighs the benefits. It increases the number of criminal ex- uh, offenses for which your right to self-defense can be lawfully canceled. The language, Section 16 of the bill, except as provided in subsection F, it is unlawful for a person who has been convicted of a crime punishable by a maximum term of imprisonment of more than one year to possess a firearm or ammunition in this state. It strikes out, it strikes out the provision that the crime must be a violent felony offense, and it replaces it with a crime punishable by more than a year imprisonment. The bill does later exclude misdemeanors. However, a study of Title 16, Chapter 1 of the SC Code of Laws says that the great number of felony crimes, such as conspiracy, intimidation of voters, or listen to this, I didn't even know this was a crime. And and I, I got to double check this because this is this involves a lot of people. The teaching, demonstration, demonstrating the use, application, or making of a firearm considered a crime, which can be leveled against you by politicized judges. Because remember, the judges that we got now aren't always the judges that we're going to have. We're going to make sure that this is a good bill. I know there are a lot of people out there going, well, wait, they want, I don't know, perfect to be the enemy of good. So it's gone to the six-member conference committee. You need to vote your opinion, voice your opinion on this bill to your state legislator today and tomorrow. Tell them to strike the amendments to stay with the House's version of the bill. And for that, you need to contact your local representative, and you know how to do that. Text SC Rep to 71307. That's SC Rep to 71307. You'll receive a link, and it will tell you who your, you'll put in your address. It'll tell you who your representative is. Listen, 
This, and all right, I'm going to say it again. I said this earlier in the program. We are not a state that can blame our problems on Democrats. In fact, we're one of the few states where we cannot blame our problems on the Democrats. Every problem that we have here in South Carolina is a Republican problem. That's what we've got right now. We should be able to pass legislation like this, lickety-split. No problem whatsoever. They should be able to do more in a day than other states take months to do because we're supposed to be a ruby-red conservative state. But apparently that's not the case. So we need to stay on these people and tell them, tell them that we're watching and if they don't start acting the way that the, their constituents think they should act, they're going to be replaced. Tell them, and it was, I, I thought it was very funny. Adam Morgan had him on uh, last week, and he was like, call, <laughs> this is a funny story. So I think it was a week before last. Um, Adam Morgan was on, and he was talking, and he said, you got to call your legislator and tell them if, uh, if they don't vote against that rules package, then, 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 then you're going to primary them yourselves. So he got on. He said, after the phone call, he was sitting at home. And the phone rang, and there was a sweet lady that said, calling Adam Morgan, if you don't vote against this this rules package, I'm going to primary you myself. And he just said, God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. So this show, this show gets results in Columbia because of you. Because we're able to put the word out to you, you can put the word to the legislators. And I love, I love the thought of every time their phone ringing, they get this little bead of sweat right above their top lip. Just, oh, oh, what's he talking about now? That's what I want. Charlie, half the Republicans in the Senate are really Democrats. Democrats keep crossing over in the primaries to vote for Lindsey. Okay, I understand that. I got that. But that's just a problem we're going to have to deal with right now. Because as long as we have, the, I mean, look, we get, uh, you think we're really going to get closed primaries with this state legislature? No, because they're the ones that benefit from it, just like the texter said. So that's why when I say, coming up on the 24th, let's have a practice. We're going to have a practice run on the 24th. All right? You're going to go vote in the primary. Here in South Carolina. No, it's an actual primary. It's not a practice primary. But we're practicing for every primary to come from here on out. So get up on Saturday morning. Have your coffee. Go vote in the primary. You know who I want you to vote for. Then go have breakfast or do like I'm going to do. I'm going to go play some pickleball afterwards. And get on with my Saturday knowing that I did my duty. And when we get used to voting in every single election, I'm talking about from Soil and Water Commission all the way up to the President of the United States, if we turn out with 70, 80, 90% voter turnout, the rhinos go by the wayside, things get done here in South Carolina, things get done federally, and we get rid of those rhinos. We get rid of those rhinos. That's what we do.
We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Have you noticed, and I know, I know this might be surprising to you, but have you noticed that the, the, uh, the human species is horrible? Anybody notice that? Yeah, because I, I, I'm shocked we've lasted this long. I really, really am. There are some awful people in this world. And people that take advantage of children and the elderly, in my opinion, are the absolute worst. The absolute worst. And it doesn't even have to be anything like physical. It doesn't have to be like, you know, it could be any, if you take advantage of a child in any way, shape, or form, you're horrible. Listen to this. This is unbelievable. A teacher in Canada has had to take down his website. Now, was it a porn website? No, no, it wasn't a porn website. Did it uh, advocate for the abuse or, or mistreating of children? No, no, it didn't do that. Didn't do that. This teacher, Marion uh, Mario Perone, was an art teacher, and he was taking his students' art and selling it online for profit. One hundred dollars a piece. This guy was getting for children's art. Now, granted. Every single piece of art that I've seen is better than anything that Hunter Biden did. I got that. I understand that. But it was not this teacher's property. 90 people, uh, ninety pieces were visible on the site, which includes names like Julia's Creepy Portrait, Charlotte's Creepy Portrait. The artwork pricing set at $118 a piece. He also sold, sold T-shirts for $55. Mugs and phone cases were listed for $41 and $35. One parent said, imagine your 13-year-old son coming home from school today with a story that his art teacher is selling students' artwork online for $118 per drawing without their prior knowledge. I'm sure I'm not the only um, parent that wants answers. Yeah, he, he felt like he could just do that. He felt like, hey, and my students, I was going to take their art and just, oh, my God, horrible. Now, I understand that's not the worst thing you could do to a child. I understand that. But still, you're taking advantage of these children for your own gain. Oh, that's pretty bad. Amen. Charlie, I got to hand it to you, bud. At least you have optimism, which is more than I can say for the rest of us. Well, here's what, listen, here's what I hope. Here's what I hope, 304. I hoped, hope that my optimism is contagious. I want my optimism to be contagious. One of the most optimistic people on the radio, and you know this by far, was Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh, man, when his, after his three-hour show was over with, you were like, yes, yeah, let's take on the Democrats. Yeah, let's go. It wasn't gloom and doom. It wasn't, oh, we're going to be defeated again. It wasn't, oh, well, we might as well not vote because they're just going to cheat. It was none of that. It was absolute bulldog, go get them. 
And if, and if the people that aren't elected aren't going to go get them, you vote for somebody that's going to go get them. But go vote. Go do it. My birthday's coming up Saturday. And uh, for the past couple of years, it's kind of had a little bittersweetness about it. Because Rush Limbaugh died on my birthday. And... Um, while I while I celebrate my birthday, um, I always think about him because he, he was such a I mean such a huge part of my life for so many years. I mean, you just turn on that radio and there he was, noon every day. And you got to admit, you got to admit, as great as his fill-in hosts were while he wasn't there, it just wasn't Rush. It just wasn't Rush. But man. Miss that guy every single day. Another guy that's that's really optimistic is, is Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. And I heard somebody today say that, uh, let me see if I can put this the way they put it. He was a, uh, was the word clickbait whore used? It might have been. That might have been what was used with Tucker Carlson. And I don't understand. And this is from, a, you know, somebody that professes, and I think wrongfully so, but professes to be a conservative. They don't like Tucker Carlson. The rhinos hate Tucker Carlson. They can't, they, they can't stand it. Can't stand him. Because he tells the truth. See, people always love it when you tell the truth until you tell the truth about them. Then they hate it. Then they can't stand it. Then you're a problem. Then you've got to be released. Charlie, happy 100th birthday. Oh, I look good for 100, don't I? I love being a centurion. (laughs) It is 60, 60th birthday coming up on Saturday. Charlie, I know what you mean. I still miss Rush and Rush Castle Castle every day. Had a a great conversation with somebody at the golf course the other day about Rush Castle. Let's see. Um, Anyway. There you go. Yep, birthday coming up on Saturday. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be a good one. My wife and I are going to be going up to uh, Bryson City. Got a little place up there. And we're going to uh, go hang out for a little while and uh, just enjoy ourselves. Oh, we are ready to go. We are ready to go, too. So going to take a, per- a break from the pups. Go up there and just enjoy the the hot tub and the, uh, and the fire pit. Going to have ourselves a good time. Going to have a good, that was a good time. All right. The carpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. We will be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9. WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Let's go to the carpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989. We'll talk to John and Fletcher. How you doing, John? Hey, Charlie. Great. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the point about that uh, one broadcaster. He's, uh, you know, speaking out against Tucker Carlson. Yeah. you got to look at you got to look at something that Tucker Carlson, uh, he broke away from the mainstream because he had to say things that couldn't be said. Yeah. Um, the fact that... 
that he's doing something that nobody wants to do. Okay, we're supposed to be mature adults here. We're supposed to be uh, Americans who are unbiased, who are fair, who are just. And, you know, he's over there in Russia. He's getting the breakdown, not just on Moscow. And if you, and if you compare major cities, okay, yeah. like Moscow and, and St. Petersburg and others, look at the crime rates. Look, look at the, the nonsense that you don't see going on there. And he's talking about praising Russia. Well, look, at if, if we're a nation that we can't give due respect or, or, or call something out for what it is, just because we're Americans, that pride is what's actually destroying this nation. That same pride that says that, what, we're more just and more right than any, anyone else in this, in this world, just because we're Americans, that, that's very biased, that's very uh, prejudiced. And, you know, if you look at our situation, Charlie, yeah. look at look at the situation where it says, you know, uh, James Madison said, the accumulation of all powers, legislation, executive, judiciary, uh, I can't even pronounce that yeah. word, same hands, now in the same hands, whether one or few or many, or whether hereditary, self-appointed or elective, may justly be pronounced the very definition of tyranny. We've seen that our government and every branch of the government has been weaponized against the American people. Now, when you get to that point, okay, and we've become tyrannical, and you cannot say that the Republican Party, please try to understand what I'm saying here. The Republican Party has become the heads of the Republican Party Again, I will keep saying it until somebody listens. They are absolutely deep state. And they are uh, colluding with everybody that's bringing this nation down. And they are standing in Americans' way. So once a Republican, Tom, uh, Tom, Thomas Jefferson says, once a, a Republic, I said Republican, <laughs> I think about Republicans now, but once a Republic is corrupted, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils, but by removing the corruption and restoring the lost principles, every other correction is either useless or a new evil. That was by just another founding uh, for yeah. another Thomas yeah. Jefferson. So if we keep this in mind, if we, if we keep in mind, this is the reality of the state of our nation. And these are what our founding forefathers warned us of. Are we, are we going to say just like, you know, we're supposed to be godly people. We're supposed to say that we love everyone and, and we don't judge anyone unfairly and we are just. If we are truly going to be Christians, then we can't keep putting uh, old mentality about other nations and what they were and what Putin was or what anybody else was. But who are they now? And who are we now? So if we can admit this and we can stop judging other people and demonizing other people only for the sake that mass media and propaganda media has given us misinformation on military information and everything else. If Don't you believe that they've lied to us about COVID? They lied oh, to absolutely. That they're lying to us about military intelligence. So why sure are they are. their military intelligence about Russia? Russia has so many capabilities to do so much damage to this world, and all they're trying to do is preserve their, their morals, their convictions, their faith, and if you listen to that, I, I think you told me you were going to listen to the rest of that um, that video. On, yeah, I did. Uh, I did with Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Yeah, but you know, when, when you look like, at I, what, what, when, when you let's just give me a good example here, like like uh, down in Argentina, they wanted to reclaim the Falkland Islands, 
right? Right. And, and, and what did the U.K. do? I mean, this isn't even connected to, to England, but it was part of the United Kingdom, so they waged a war over it to keep their, right. what they thought. I, mean, I thought the Falkland Islands had a really good claim to, exactly. to, to an island that is right off their coast. Charlie, there's so much hypocrisy coming from our government. There, there's so many lies coming. And you know, oh, I know. Trey, yeah. Trey Gowdy and all the rest of them and all these supportive fighters and Jim Jordans and everybody else, guess what? They have done nothing but talk. They have done nothing to legally go after anybody who we know in our own government. Well, you know what, I, John, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm, not, I'm just running out of time here, but hopefully something is going to be done very soon. Hopefully something is going to be done very soon. And that's why I say, if you don't vote, two things could happen. Number one, a Democrat could win. Number two, a rhino could win. But when you go vote, the chances of getting an actual true red, white, and blue American conservative into office, whether it's on county council or city council or uh, in, in, in the state senate or, the, or, or the, the, the house or in Washington, those numbers grow exponentially. Look at J.D. Vance. What a delight he has turned out to be. J.D. Vance is one of the best senators we've got. And he wasn't either. And I was questioning him because initially he was a never Trumper. But once Trump got into office, J.D. Vance has the intellectual maturity to go, you know what? Dang, I was wrong about this guy. This guy is this guy is the guy that does what needs to be done. So this is like a battleship. This is like a battleship. You can't turn it on a dime. It takes a while. But if we keep turning that wheel to the right, if you keep voting and turning that wheel to the right, pretty soon the ship will right itself. So there you go. Somebody said, Charlie, let that guy go. I got to, but I got, I got 15 seconds left in the program here. That's all I got. All right, folks, y'all have a fantastic evening. We will see you right back here tomorrow. We love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.